I'm John. And I'm Brad. And this is Dear Student. Welcome to the Students Podcast, where we help you create the college experience you've always dreamed of. There's people who have a confrontational style of dialogue, and with those people, you gotta make them feel as if they're in control. Even if they're not, you gotta make them because that's what they're looking for. So I do that, you know, when I've had bosses like that, hey, yeah, you, you told me we do this or we do that, but if we do that, I, we're gonna save time. It's like, oh, okay, let's do that, you know? So we did that, <laughs> but I'm making him feel like he's taking the decision, you know? Yeah. So, stuff like that. Um, people that are more quiet are usually a lot more thoughtful, so they think a lot more. So with them, you gotta build stronger arguments. If you're talking with someone who talks a lot and is very emotional, you more so have to build the emotional connection. Now, for example, like right now I'm joking with you guys, uh, right? So if, if I meet someone who's very emotional, I'm going to start joking right away because I know that that's like key for them. If I meet someone who's more dry, I know I have to build a stronger logical argument. Mm-hmm. People who are more introverted tend to have more solid concepts in their minds, tend to have thought about them a lot more, you know? So you got to really build up that, those arguments. You know, you can't just say, I think that looks better. You know, you guys say, oh, I think that I used to work uh, out there in LA. I used to do uh, remodeling apartments, you know? Okay. So my boss was like, man, he was like military about like the way that we put all the, the paints and stuff, you know? He literally like measured everything with like a little ruler and whatnot. And I was like, wow, man. So this guy works like that. So I got to come to him with concepts, you know? Like, okay, let's put that right in the middle. I think that looks a little bit off. These things I learned by studying, you know, by studying interpersonal relationships. And I think that I could really help everybody. Going back to your question about LA, out there in LA, it really helped me out to know that, first of all. And second of all, to have developed a strong sense of self, you know, of who am I? And that's a little hard when you're beginning college, because I think like we were talking about, like college is the moment where you're kind of deciding, okay, who I am going to be, you know? It was good for me, I think personally, to be in a place like snow, that in a way is kind of sheltered, you know, it's, it's very small, it's not a lot of people, but at the same time, you don't see a lot of the dangers and all of the things that are out there. Like, so the <laughs> fact that I was already, you know, 23, 24, I already know, okay, that's something that I would never do. That really helped me out. You know what I mean? I feel like going out there, it's just like a, a cultural, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, Cause you're from LA. I remember I showed up to my first job and Everybody was swearing. Like my boss was dropping air bomb, f bombs, and I was like, "Wow!" I mean, coming from Utah, I was that, that's like the last thing I would ever experience. You know that at work they be swearing like that. Different cultures have different standards, and you choose to be there. You kind of have to adapt, you know. And and at the end of the day, you're gonna grow. Actually, you know, I grew so much from being in LA and. And not even in LA, but in all the different societies in LA. Because I was telling you, I was in South Central, which is like the middle, lower class area, you know, which is, it's kind of rough out there. You gotta, you gotta look back when you Absolutely. walk in. You know? <laughs> then I was working in Santa Monica, where, where it's like super upper class. And I remember I, I walked in the gym with like, uh, I worked at a gym. I worked in with like my ramen noodle soup and my boss is like, Sergio, don't bring your ramen noodles here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, wow, you know? But that, that's another nuance, right? That, that yeah. of, of that particular society. I've also been, I did a lot of acting. So I was like, I made, did I tell you that I met Ariana Grande out there? <laughs> no, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, You bro. guys know the thank you next video? Yeah. I mean it. 
Yeah! <laughs> How crazy, right? That was How awesome, crazy. bro. That's, That's just a random, awesome. uh, random flex. It's random oh, by the way, I met Ariana Grande. Yeah, I made it, dude. Yeah, no, but for example, I, you you learn because, like, in acting circle, it, it's a little fake, you know. It's a little have appearances, but I remember meeting her, and dude, she's so nice. She's so human. She's like came and introduced herself. She's like, I'm Mariana. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but I, it made me look up at her a lot because I, I, I thought like, wow, she's someone that is like so on top of, of everything. And on top of that, she's a nice person. And I feel like she probably understands that that actually probably comes before everything else, right? And that's probably something that's allowed her to be where she's at, you know? But definitely, I think that, like I was saying, learning about interpersonal, like literally learning, you know, like researching about wild ways to communicate, personality types, you know, cultural, something that they call cultural literacy. And I think that's so important. Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm, I know I'm kind of digressing into all sorts of things. This is but good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Thank good. you. Out there in LA, I was doing background and I met a Buddhist. He was like a Buddhist. He's not a monk, but he's someone who basically makes money and then his time off he spends just meditating and practicing Zen. And he's told me something that I'll never forget that really has changed my perception on interpersonal communications. He told me every single one of us is racist. He told me racist means that you don't fully understand the background of someone. And the only way that you could fully understand everybody's background is if you belong everywhere, which is impossible. No matter how educated you are, no matter how many experiences you've had, you've always going to have this ignorance of not fully knowing, you know, not fully knowing somebody else's background. The problem that when we label some people as they are racist and, and these people are not racist is we create this, this fiction where some people are and some people are not. And, and that makes it the conversation harder because that's just not true. That's just fundamentally not true. It's, we're all in somewhere in a state of ignorance and we got to recognize that and we got to uh, learn, you know, and, and just talk about it. Feel free to talk about it. And, and, and I think he's so right, guys. Like when he told me that, because for example, I'll give you an example. So I go into a Chinese restaurant, you know, and they're like, what, what do you want? This and that. Okay. And I was like, man, these people are so rude, you know, they don't even say hi. They don't even say thank you. And, and I, w- I have this friend, he's from um, Singapore. He was telling me, Man, that's just how it is in Asia. In Asia, markets are so crowded. They don't have time for the pleasantries of hello, how are you, how's your day? Whereas in my country, in Mexico, that's that's like for granted. You know, that's the way yeah, that we communicate. That's a must, yeah. But that allowed me to see like, wow, me expecting that or, or feeling offended because they are not saying thank you and all that. That's coming from, from a perspective of ignorance, you know? And it's not that I'm an evil guy either or that they are. It's just that we both have a different background and me understanding that's going to make me okay well next time i'm just not going to be offended you know they're right about it and so like i was saying like learning literally learning they call that cultural literacy so building up your cultural literacy like oh people in this sense do that something very interesting to me guys in mexico we joke a lot but our mother is sacred you know and then i came here to utah and people do your mama jokes, you know? And, and that was like, what, dude? I was like, it took me a while to get it. I was like, dude, it's, it's just the way they joke, you know? I, uh-huh. Because I thought it was like some like serious issue, you know? I was like, oh no, it was just, it's just normal, you know? Yeah. And going back to that cultural literacy is, is, is you grow 
and uh, you learn more from it. And then I think it's important to develop a strong sense of self. Like I was saying, like, okay, so no matter who I'm around, I know that these are my limits, these are my boundaries, these are my things that I would do and I wouldn't do. So I think that those two things are key. That's awesome. I think that's perfect because everybody's world is always changing around them, different things. I mean, just like even nowadays we got COVID and you never know how your outside world is going to shape or develop. But if you can develop this inner sense of self and who you are and use that to navigate your world around you, then it puts you head and shoulders above the rest of For sure. mean, pretty much the average human being because everybody is so dependent on their outside world and letting that dictate their thoughts and their feelings and their decisions that they make. Yeah, it's just it's a huge confidence booster when you know who you are and what your limits are, your boundaries, what you like, what you don't like, what you're open to. It's mm-hmm. just very empowering. And I think that if you can go into college with that perspective or at least be open to that, it's like, I recognize that I might not know who I am all the way, but I want to explore that a little bit more. And I'm open to getting out of my comfort zone into this growth zone. If I start to feel like I'm in this panic zone, I'm going to rein it in a little bit, a little bit more disciplined in your relationships and and analyzing the Mm -hmm. trade-offs and you know, sometimes you're just going to make the mistake. You're going to not uh, go talk to somebody when you probably should. You're not going to wait a little while after a conference and go talk to somebody and say, Hey, thanks for talking. I'm interested in this, you know, and some of it just comes with experience and maturity, but in the end it's the relationships, the sacrificing, the, the good, better, best of each situation that is just invaluable to know who you are, what you want, and just gradually progressing towards there and realizing that it's probably going to be another person that's going to help you get there (laughs) besides your just your sheer grit and willpower and hard work people are always going to be a part of that equation and these are the most important tips and practices for you this week be sure to follow or subscribe rate and review and we will catch you next time